JFK was a character in the X-Men First Class? Yes. JFK. Was it called X-Men First Class? X-Men First Class. Because they had... It was during the, like, Cuban mis- Missile Crisis and everything. Yeah. That's when it took place. Oh, it's just and, a, ooh, it just has sorry. a picture of him on a... Um, um, yeah, it has oh. the it has the old um, news footage of him. Era. Yeah. <laughs> the are coming to get us. <laughs> <laughs> Ask not what you can do for these mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Ask what these mutants can <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> my my accent, my impression, or like what I'm saying. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> it's just all awful. And then um there was there was a Kennedy's movie that had Katie Holmes in it, right? Katie Holmes and she was like Jackie O maybe? Oh no, she was like was Rose it? Kennedy. Katie Holmes Kennedy movie. It was like a lifetime movie. Oh, well, that explains oh, why it, you've seen it and I haven't. It's a TV miniseries. The story of the most oh, the Kennedys. Okay. political family in American history told in a manner similar to The Godfather. That is <laughs> a bold statement. Right <laughs> yeah. There. With Greg Kinnear. Oh, yeah. That's a good plot right there. How do you get the uh, cast? It stars... Go up. Stars, see full cast and oh, crew. Oh, that's what I want. Okay. Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear's Jack Kennedy. Yeah. It's eight, ep- it's eight hours. Katie... Barry Pepper. So Katie Holmes is Jackie. Yeah. Tom Wilkinson. I don't know who any of these people are. Tom Wilkinson. I know that name. Who is he? What else was he in? Oh, okay. Batman he Begins. Was, yeah, he was in Batman Begins. He's been in a few other things, too. He was the priest in The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I believe. I think that's the one. It was an exorcism movie. He was yep. the priest. Yeah. Father Moore. Yep. He was also in um, the John Adams TV miniseries. He, <laughs> he loves history, doesn't he? he Apparently. He's Ben Franklin. He was Ben Franklin. He was in Val- Valkyrie, that like Tom Cruise like Nazi movie. Was that Valkyrie? Yeah, I think so. No, I thought Valkyrie was um, something else, but maybe I'm wrong. Enrico Colantoni was J. Edgar Hoover. Ah, uh, J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, uh, that's about. I thought there was more famous like stars in this. Kennedy's classic. Well, it could just be that you don't know them because you don't tend to know their names or something. Barry Pepper was Bobby. Barry Pepper is a well-known name. He was in the Green Mile. Yeah. True Grit. Saving Private Erzen. Yeah. Ryan, that's what I call. <laughs> yes, I I got that. Thanks. Okay. Seven pounds. I don't know what that is. Oh, that has Will Smith. The Dale Earnhardt story. He was Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> we were soldiers. Okay. Sixty-one star. I don't know how you say that movie. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Sixty-one asterisk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Battlefield Earth, yeah. That was the classic... Enemy of the State. Titanic. Oh, the TV movie Titanic, not like the... Oh. The classic Titanic. Not the one we all know and love. With... <laughs> with... <laughs> with Leo. Leo C. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Highlander, the TV series. Oh, yeah, that's... Mantis, like M.A.N.T. What is that? It's a TV series? I'm very intrigued by things that have... Like dots in their name that are. <laughs> a paralyzed African American scientist builds a powerful e- exoskeleton. exoskeleton in order to walk again, and uses his new abilities to fight crime. I would have watched that. I'm sure you would have. It was on for one season. Ninety-seven. Nine, well, I say one, oh ninety. It was on from ninety-four ninety-seven, but it says one season. Was it like one of those ones where it was strung out over? It could have been. This had to have been a Fox show. <laughs> was it on? Action, sci- let's see. Sci-fi channel. Was it? Yeah. It's yeah. a sci-fi channel. It 
That's like a Fox Friday night show. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a sci-fi show. It lasts for one season, and they give up on it because it sucked or something. And that's why it lasts three years, because they just air like three episodes at a time. Exactly, because it's a sci-fi show. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we start? Okay. All right. I haven't come up with a theme song yet, though. Oh, I thought you wanted to use the banjo version of uh, Superstition. Were we going to use that? Da- I heard nothing else after your fantastic idea about that. Well, let's 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 play it. Okay. There was a couple couple of songs that I that I heard. Um, one that I wanted to do was Black Magic. <laughs> Black Magic Woman. Yeah. Let's let's nice. play it and see if we like it, and then if not, we'll just cut this part out. Bad. Oh, YouTube ad. Fucking YouTube ads. Yeah, it's kind of slow. Yeah. Although, doesn't it pick up? Yeah, a little. We really just need, like, an excerpt of a song for Yeah, it. I know. But I just... We can do, like, the live process of us creating <laughs> it. So that way we can go back and do the making of yeah. episode. <laughs> the bad, like, the behind the scenes. Yeah, the behind the scenes. The making of the podcast. Get... I feel like, does the Eagles have any mystical songs? I'm sure they probably do. That's what I was thinking of right there. (laughs) Um, Eagles, I should know this. Um, What's the, um, what's the Santana song with the guy from Matchbox 20? About smooth? Smooth, yeah. (laughs) Hold on, let's listen to that. Inspire us. You know, I don't think I've ever seen this music video. I don't think I have either, actually. It's kind of funny. Give me a heart real and just forget about it. I don't know what he says. <laughs> it sounds about right. Senorita. I feel like that's inaccurate. <laughs> what is? Seven inches from the midday sun. Yeah. I feel like that's inaccurate. <laughs> About Rob Thomas? About it being a hot one and being yeah. that hot. I, I just feel like that's inaccurate. It'd be a lot, a whole of a lot hotter. I don't think you'd be able to play wooden instruments at that heat level. <laughs> nah, probably not. Well, welcome to the first episode of... What's the podcast called? Red Wine and Mystery Story. <laughs> You're the one that came up with the name and you can't even remember it. That's a good sign. That's a great sign. Well, I'm not... I'm not known for my memory, FYI, everybody. And yeah, we know that. So we'll we'll go around the room. There's only <laughs> two of us here. So my name is Patrick Dunn, P. Dunn Shyamalan. You might remember me from the Wine Bags podcast, which I think this might be a spinoff of it. I haven't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it does have wine in the title, so I guess it could be technically a spinoff. Yeah, that, that's... Well, I figure <laughs> if I'm going to do a podcast, wine has to be involved, because it makes podcasting much more fun, may I add that? <laughs> Well, yeah, alcohol in general would do that, I suppose. And as far as I know, this could be the only podcast on the entire internet. I haven't done any research into this yet. (laughs) But this could be the only podcast on the entire internet that involves wine. And I hate the word supernatural. Paranormal? Yeah, I don't like that word. Uh, uh, Mysticism? I don't know, mystery? (laughs) Mystery? That works. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't want to just just talk about goose and stuff like that. No. So I'd like to like add like like unsolved murders and stuff like that. 
it, it's basically like the unsolved mysteries of podcasts. Of podcasts. <laughs> is yeah. So what's it? Who's the guy that did um unsolved mystery? He's dead, right? I have no. Robert idea. Stack. That's his name. Okay. Robert Stack, because that show was on from like nineteen eighty-seven ish to. Like, Didn't they have like a newer version of it at one point? With like Daisy Fuentes, maybe something <laughs> like that. Yeah, a well, sci-fi original. You know. Well, before we go forward, you have to introduce yourself. Oh yes, I'm so sorry. The whole internet out there won't know who you are. Oh yeah, this is my podcast debut. I'm Jill Buck. Brilliant <laughs> <And> Anderson. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. So she's making. This is your first podcast, right? Yes, this so is you, my first podcast. You don't know the. It's basically just like. You record your conversations, and then you just put it on the internet, and then maybe, like, a dozen people will find it at some point in time. And <laughs> my, they'll probably be your friends. My family will listen yeah. to it, yeah. <laughs> your family and friends, so you probably didn't need to do an introduction. Probably not. Everybody knows my voice. <laughs> exactly. But let's get back to the sci-fi original version of Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah, sure. You know what? We have a computer in front of us. We should look it up. I think it's a necessity at this point. We just It's its an obligation. We, we need to look it up. Yeah, so we'll say... <laughs> Navigate unsolved... away from the Mayor Quimby page. <laughs> unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> so it was on from 1987 until 2002. Oh, so it was all one show. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. And oh, later, okay. in 2008, starring Dennis Farina. Who is that? He was that guy, um, I can't, he, he's a television host, um, he's dead now though, I know that. Oh, he was on Get Shorty, that was it. He was on, oh. um, Law and Order too. And Oh, that guy! Okay, yeah. he was in Midnight Run, he was the gangster in Midnight Run. Yep, and he yeah. has an awesome mustache too, man. Like, it's white and kind of like peppery. Yeah, he does have a pretty good mustache as far as mustaches go, I gotta but give he, you that. He used to be, like... He used to be a police officer. I think that's why he's always been typecast as like either a, a mobster or, sure, a police or the officer. police he officer. He has that like yeah. whole the aura about yeah. him. Yeah, but he's like he's he worked for Michael Mann and like anything that Michael Mann did, which was always like crime related things. Yeah, like my, Miami Vice, <laughs> Min, uh, Midnight Miami Run. Vice. Yeah, you're right. Striking Distance, another stakeout. Little Big League. He was in Snatch, The Mod Squad, Out of Sight. And he was Wildcat on Justice League Unlimited, the voice. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> but this podcast is definitely inspired by Unsolved Mysteries because... I would say so, did yeah. Did you ever have... It was, like, was it on Friday night? I can't remember. I don't remember what night it was on. I remember catching reruns occasionally. But it was definitely on a night where you were home and it was late at night. And you, yeah. were, you were always alone for well, I was always alone for some reason. I so that's why I think it was on a weekend because I was at that age where my parents would let me stay alone by myself. Oh yeah. And I would go, I'm gonna watch unsolved mysteries. And <laughs> turn the freak yourself out. <laughs> turn the TV on, it'll be like some unsolved like crime that like happened in like Connecticut and I'm like, That's driving distance from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be murdered, and you, like, lock all the doors, you turn all the lights on, and you take all the knives out of the drawer. <laughs> check the bathroom, look under the bed, check yeah. the closets. <laughs> like, where's the first place that you look for a murder? The shower? Behind the shower? Behind the shower. That's why I never leave my shower curtain closed. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you get mold that way. Eh, it doesn't seem to bother Mildred. it. I wash, I wash my shower liner on a regular basis. That seems to counteract the mold. <laughs> <laughs> my, my go-to murder checkout points was always the shower... And then I would look under every bed in the house for some reason, and I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Like I was always afraid to open the closet because that's where I assumed they would be, and you just didn't want to check the place they would be. Yeah, 
I, I didn't like looking under the bed because I knew there would be something under there, like spiders or something. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> but even though I, like, I knew there probably, chances like a murderer being in the closet is probably slim to none. Yeah, especially in this area. Yeah, no. <laughs> are they, they going to wait for you to go around the entire house and, like, look everywhere? This yes. isn't like a horror movie. <laughs> it's really not. So it's like, but you survived, so... Yeah. Well, it's like, you know what? I'm going to let him be scared shitless for the next three hours. <laughs> and then I'm just going to jump out and surprise him. <laughs> and go, hey! <laughs> I was in the closet the whole time! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! But I used to actually go into my kitchen, take all the knives out, and like hide them. Like, like I'd pull up like the trash bag and like hide them in the bottom of the trash <laughs> How did you explain that to your parents when they got I Well, because it would always be like late at night because they'd probably go out to dinner, like one of my brother's hockey games or something like that. Yeah. So they they wouldn't usually come, they would go out to eat after. So they were, normally probably wouldn't come home and cook something. So I would wait for them to go go to bed, and then I would creep downstairs. <laughs> get all the knives. Get all the knives and put them back in the, um, in the, in the drawer. drawer. But I wouldn't wash them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So there was probably like a stinky, broken trash bag because there was sharp blades like yeah. leaking all over it. Now that I think about it, I think a few times like we always had like a leaky trash problem. <laughs> it's probably because of you. <laughs> and my father would be like, what the fuck? Why is there like stains all over the bottom of the <laughs> They'd be, like, trying to reinforce the trash bag by, like, double them, double them up. <laughs> but you kept hiding knives under them, so it was a moot point. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was going to break into somebody's house to murder them, and I didn't bring a murder weapon with me... You'd look for knives? You'd probably look for knives, right? I, I don't know. If you're going to break into somebody's house to murder somebody, I think you should be better prepared and bring your own murder weapon. Yeah, but in my 12-year-old mind, I didn't think this stuff through. I just assumed... The murderer from this Unsolved Mysteries episode... <laughs> was just gonna be in your house. He gets, like, a like a sonic beam hits his head, and he knows where I am, that I'm watching it. I'm frightened. <sighs> and then he breaks into my house completely, like, weaponless. And just, just has to kill you because and you were watching the TV show. That, too. And then just goes right to my kitchen, opens up... He finds, like, the, the, the cutlery drawer right away. Of like, course. Right away. He has to know where it is, exactly. And... Grabs the butcher knife or even a steak knife, <laughs> goes up, goes upstairs to where I'm like, covered under the covers. <laughs> because being under the covers <laughs> makes you safe. <laughs> not breathing. Yeah. Completely not, not breathing. <laughs> and then stabs me to death. <laughs> Always just stabs you to death. Nothing yep. else. Just stabs you to death. And then my family comes home. They're all like, la la la. It's like the like. Goldilocks or something like that, <laughs> and then they just kind of like skip into my <laughs> skip into your house singing the singing the Smurf song. <laughs> yeah. Remember, did you ever see uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one with Johnny? Depp? Yeah, remember yeah. when Johnny Depp died and like blood was just oh everywhere. like squirting like... <laughs> all over the ceiling from his bed. Yeah, just like all over the place. Yeah, that's probably how I would have gone out. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and then, then the next week, you know, I completely forget about all this stuff and do it again. And then I decide to watch Unsolved Mysteries again. And then there's an episode about, like, a UFO abduction. And now oh, you have, like, a whole new oh, irrational fear in your mind. UFO like... abductions. Oh, my God. My dad was obsessed with watching those, those like, shows and everything. I was, like, deathly afraid of being abducted by aliens until I was, like, 12. <laughs> I think I still... I think, I think about when I'm driving alone late at night. And you're on a road that nobody else is on. Like, he's just, I'm going to be abducted by aliens. It's just, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, because 
cut like forty driving down forty four around oh, here. Yeah. We live in Massachusetts, so there's this Route forty four. It's like pretty much like a desolate highway after like eleven p.m. For the most part, yeah. And it's pretty wide open. So yeah. It, I'm just always thinking you're gonna be driving down. You're gonna see that little like little like white light in the sky, and it just it's kind of like hovering in a <laughs> non like plane maneuver <laughs> and then it like flies overhead and you see like the discs like whatever like the ufo shape thing is the, and you're like, yeah. oh. the next thing you know it's like six hours later and you're in like the same spot you don't know what the hell <laughs> you know what the hell happened <laughs> you're missing your clothes like yeah. what happened <laughs> you're like yeah and your car's like parked somewhere and you're like yeah, a mile away from yeah. it like naked in the woods <laughs> yes it's like in a ditch with you're, the battery dead because the headlights were on the entire yeah. time <laughs> And you're, you might be in someone's lady's backyard that has, like, a clothesline with, oh, like, sheets. You, yeah, like. you grab sheets or, or, yeah. old, <laughs> or old clothes, like, sweatpants off the line that yeah. don't fit. And then, like, a lady comes outside with, like, a flashlight and, like, a golden retriever. Of course. And the dog barks. And then she's like, honey, grab the shotgun. There's some guy outside. And you hear, like, shh, <laughs> 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 The sound effects make it. And you're like... This is a vigil. You're like, don't shoot! And then, like, the sheet falls off. <laughs> oh my god, it's a streaker! Yeah, we're like, we're gonna get right, honey! <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no! I just got abducted, I think! <laughs> and then you're, then the cops come, and you're, like, wrapped in a blanket. And, and you're, like, asking all these questions, and they think you're crazy, and then you're in the drunk tank all, overnight. Yeah, they ship you off to the insane asylum for a few years. Yeah, and they're like, where were you earlier? And I was like, oh, is that Chili's having a margarita? And they're like, that explains it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then the next week after that, they have like a story about like Bigfoot or something like that, and you're like, "There's no such thing as Bigfoot." Of course, of course. <laughs> you're like, "That's Bigfoot, a complete Loch Ness, Loch Ness monster, something like that." Yeah, and I never liked the stories that involved like a creature. Really? Yeah. Like, because like there'd always be like a sewer monster or something like that. that oh would be... yeah, of course. It's like, oh god, what else is going to come up through my toilet and eat me? Like, <laughs> the New Jersey like alligator or something like what was yeah. it like legend about like a giant alligator that would be in like new york sores yeah somebody like flushed it down the like, toilet as a baby and it's gonna like thrive in the sewers and then just come up somebody's toilet someday that was a movie though wasn't it Not it a- probably was it sounds like another sci-fi original <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one movie i can't remember the name of it but it frightened the shit out of me when i was a kid it was like i think it was like they were in Hawaii for some reason. It was like a tropical theme movie. It was like in the eighties, and okay. this gigantic like snake pops out of a toilet. Was it Anaconda? No, this is way before Anaconda. This is this okay. is like the eighties. It was like a it was like not like the special effects of the nineties. It was like an actual like a puppet came out of <laughs> hand puppet. <laughs> yeah, like, it was like a Jim Henson creature. <laughs> That's kind of fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's still like frightening that I'd be like one day you'd be like sitting on the toilet and just like a gigantic Muppet creature would pop up. <laughs> you know what used to freak me out about that? Um, the uh, episode of uh, the X-Files where it was that um, that like weird flatworm creature thing that was like shaped like a human. Yeah. He, and he, he was like, he got out of somewhere and then he um, he ended up like in a porta potty and the like porta potty guys like sucked him up and stuff. Yeah, he ended he up got... in the sewers, and he, like, hauled the sewer workers down and bit them all and was, like, in, in, implanting them with his his, his uh, little spawns. babies and stuff. He was, like, a parasite, but he, like, mutated. Yeah, yeah. And then he ended up, like, cut in half, and at the end of the... Because he goes through the sewage processing plant. At the end of the episode, he, like, gets cut in half 
by the door thing, so you think, oh, he's dead, and then you see it on the other side, and his eyes open, and you're like, god they damn it! That, they have that, like, teaser, but they yeah. never had him on again, though. They never did it in another episode. They never did episode. that with the X-Files, though. Like, maybe, like, once or twice. What, repeaters? Or the, like... Like, repeating a monster. Well, they had that guy, like, um, like that had... through things? Yeah, the, um, the, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Eugene Toomes. Yes, Toomesy, yeah. <laughs> they had him on a couple of times. They also had the guy that could, like, control people with his mind. He had that brain tumor thing, and he was eating all the protein. <laughs> and he, like, they arrested him, and he convinced the, the cop... He was like he. Uh, they were at a stop sign. Oh, there was he, a big truck that was blue. He made and it he, think he it was made green. him think that the, no, there wasn't a truck. By oh, saying a, um, a ruly in blue or something, and how calming it was, like a light breeze, and then you see the truck disappear, and the guy just pulls out and gets pulverized by it. And that's how he gets out of the cop car. Right? Yeah, because in yeah. real life, I mean, that it would have oh, just yeah. cut the car in half completely, and he could have just much. like crawled out, like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'd be like flattened. Grinch, Grinch snaked his way out. Yeah. Slid out. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had him on a couple of times because they had one episode involving his sister or some shit. Did she have like the same power? Or... Something, but it wasn't as like pronounced or something like that. At first, they thought she wasn't his sister or something like that. They didn't know she was his sister, and uh, she was like supposedly helping them, but she was really helping like him escape. And they found it out like later on. I don't know. Do you know what we should do right now? What? We should play the Unsolved Mysteries theme song just to kind of like frighten us right now. <laughs> Get us in the scary mood? Yeah. Alright. Alright, so... I'm up for that. I'd like Even the music just frightened the shit out of me. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Maybe we could use the Unsolved Mysteries theme song as uh, our theme song. <laughs> I don't know. Is it copyrighted? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that that's never stopped me before. <laughs> this is very true. We could also use the X Files theme song if we're going down that route. Yeah, we could. We can alternate. Ooh, or the um, believe it or not, fact or fiction one. I'll give you that. It is a kind of creepy. Well, it's like it's borderline hilarious. It's not that scary, but just like when it's late at night and you're 11 years old. Yeah, it makes it scary. Fact or Fiction one was pretty good, too. Was it? I... Kind of. The music. I think they had, like, a voiceover in it that was kind of cheesy. But, I mean, it was hosted by Jonathan Frakes. I mean, you can't go bad. Beyond Belief was... That was a show that was on the Fox Network on Friday nights. Yes, it, it was. was. in the vein of Unsolved Mysteries, but... But it was... Some of them were true stories, and some of them were fake. And you were supposed to, like, guess which ones, and then at the end of the show, they, they revealed. revealed which ones were true and which ones weren't. And it, there were some hilarious ones that ended up being true. It's like, there's no way this could possibly be true, but it was. My family and, and I used to just guess. We were like, it was like a game show. It was like family yeah. game night. Yeah. I loved that show. I wish they had never came. I wonder, I wonder if they had like notable actors on that show though, looking back. I don't know. Like they did with like the Twilight Zone and stuff. They had yeah. like, you know. It was like a great start for like. Yeah. Trying to think of an actor who's like, like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling got his start on Beyond Belief episode where he, fiction. where he played a child who hovered. <laughs> Was his story true or false? <laughs> Probably false. <laughs> yeah. But basically, I was totally inspired by 
The Unsolved Mysteries, Beyond Belief, Sightings, which was another show, or just basically... I don't think I ever saw Sightings. I remember seeing the commercials for it, but I don't think I ever saw it. And, like, on the fiction side, like, X-Files and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, X-Files, I mean, who didn't watch that religiously? Um, I'm sure there's people out there who didn't watch it religiously. <laughs> so I got... The, yeah. So then I got this crazy idea. I was like, I want to do a podcast that involves two of my favorite things. Wine slash alcohol and mystery slash supernatural. Although I hate that I hate that term supernatural. So I don't know like what was like another word. Ghosty stuff. Ghostly stuff. Ah, it's That's, very basic, but to the point. Yeah, it is. But I just figure like the word supernatural is just like it's something that like it's it's got some clear. Uh, connotations to it. Yeah, like a seven-year-old lady goes, oh, that's supernatural. <laughs> and there's just something about that word I don't like, and paranormal just is kind of a dumb word, too, I think. Yeah, that's also got some serious connotations with it, I think. So, the idea of the podcast is, is that every week, or bi-weekly, or month, however the hell often this happens, who knows? Yeah, whenever we <laughs> actually get together and do this. Yeah, well, I was thinking of stocking them up, so, like, we could be recording this in May, but it might not air till like, October, so. Well, you know, October is the spooky month. It is a spooky month, It would so. make sense to, to debut or something, then. So, if you're in the Massachusetts area, if you go right now to Plymouth, there's a ghost tour going on, because don't they usually do those in October? Um, they do them all through the summer, actually. Oh, they do ghost tours in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, should... I'm pretty sure Barry does them all summer. Oh, we should get him on the show sometime. As Ooh, a... have Barry as a mystery <laughs> guest. Yes, that right. would be awesome. So we we have, he used to work with us. Well, he used to work, well, he works with you still, but. Yeah, yeah. He's, he still works with me. Okay, but he also does tours in Plymouth, Massachusetts, which is like America's yeah. hometown. Is it one of the haunted, most haunted cities? I think New Orleans is the most haunted city in the world. I think it's probably up there because there's a lot of different little things just because all the houses are so old and with, with like the graveyards and stuff like that. And slaughtered Indians. Uh, well, yeah, that too. Um, but he does like the, it's more, it's a historical tour, but it does kind of lean towards the ghosty side of things. I think he says it depends on the crew that he gets. Like if it's, yeah. if people are into it and like are, their eyes are wide at the idea, he'll get into the ghostly things. Yeah. Which yeah. I think he did with us. Cause I mean, let's face it. We it talked him into it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the group of us that he worked with and we were all like, we want the ghosts. <laughs> but he's basically the Wikipedia of Plymouth. Massachusetts he, history. He really is. Like, he he knows and his everything. wife are both really good, because she was doing the tours for a while, too, I think. Well, maybe we can do one with him and one with her. Oh, that and would then, be cool. then do a duel together. Ooh. <laughs> two guests at once. It's amazing. But we'll get him on one day. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. But now... So for the first episode of Red Wine and Mystery Stories, <laughs> I wanted to talk... Well, because I figured we live in Massachusetts, so I wanted to do something that was close to the heart of Massachusetts, so <laughs> everyone's familiar with our president, John F. Kennedy, who was assassinated in 1963 by supposedly Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. But he has a whole clan of family members who were also befallen by mysterious circumstances. Yes. So we wanted to do an episode on, dun dun dun, the Kennedy curse. <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> it's a very interesting topic, but you can probably, like, boil it down to just shitty circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty much just 
negative coincidence. Exactly. <laughs> but I really, well, because Maria Shriver is a Kennedy by, yes. is she by marriage or is she an actual Kennedy? She's an actual Kennedy, I'm pretty sure. But she just has like a different last name. Right. Because I think she's probably like one of the, the daughter's daughters or something like that. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Because like a daughter married somebody. Like, yeah. You would think living around here, I would know more about them. Well, me too. But my extent goes to, oh, she was in uh, Last Action yeah. Hero. <laughs> And she was married to Arnold. <laughs> Arnold, yes. <laughs> but I I tried to reach out to her on Twitter. I couldn't find her on Twitter. Hmm. And I tried to find her publicist on Twitter <laughs> to see if she would like give us like a call-in or a soundbite. <laughs> Just going to be like, hey, we're doing a podcast about the Kennedy curse. Do you have anything to say? Even if she was like, fuck you guys. I, still, <laughs> I still would have done it. You would have taken that as the soundbite? I would have taken that as a sound. She's a hard woman to track down. I, she, well, she, she used to be, she was on, was it Dateline that she was on? Or one of those types yeah. of shows, uh, 2020? Sounds about, yeah, because didn't we have that in trivia one night or something? She was in 2020 or something yeah, like there that. Yeah, there was a... She, there was she a, wrote a book about <laughs> her life or something like that. We were like... Katie Couric, that was yes, yes, we were like, who the hell is this person? Yeah, they were like, this was a star of, like, a movie with her husband. Yeah, she she played herself in a movie, and we were like, who the hell? Yeah, and she was also on, like, Dateline or some, some show on, like, a news yeah. magazine show. We were like, Katie Couric! Barbara Walters, everyone but Maria Shriver. Yeah. And they were like, Maria Shriver, and we were like, fuck. And we know that movie, too. Yeah. And then, like, I think one of the hints was, like, Last Action Hero, and we're yeah. like, who the fuck was in Last Action Hero? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, we didn't even think Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife, who was, like, a newscaster. Who, who it's funny, because in the movie, she calls him a stupid Neanderthal. <laughs> well, because... He does, he, he's, he's not does, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's Jack Ryan. Is that uh, no Jack Slater? Oh, Jack but he Slater. also plays himself at the premiere of the Jack Slater movie, and that's where she's with him. And she tells him not to plug the restaurant because he had purchased he had, he had the um, Planet Hollywood. Oh yeah. And he puts in a plug for it, and she like pulls him away from the camera, and she's like, "I told you not to do that, you stupid Neanderthal." <laughs> Having a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody get down. Get in the chopper. My favorite part about Arnold Schwarzenegger, though, just his entire existence, besides that he played the Terminator, was that he was like having an affair with his like house cleaner, like his like. Oh, the- <laughs> Why is that your favorite Arnold factoid? I don't. I don't know. Like, cause it was. It was just like. And a fear that lasted for years. So, like, they probably lived in this, like, huge house that had, like, a library. Because <laughs> like, all rich people have libraries. Yeah, like, true. how much money do you have to make to have a library? That's my question. A lot. That's like, a lot of freaking books. 200000 or less. Like, at least 200000 right? At least. Because, like, yeah, but you know what, though? Like, actual books now are probably cheap to buy. Well, yeah, because you can get them at swap meets and stuff. Like, you can get them really cheap because nobody wants books anymore. Yeah, they... I got five books at Savers for less than 20 bucks. Yeah. Five! Stephen King! Like, well-known author. And you only need them for Hardcover. the look. You only need them for the look, though. You don't, like, actually... Like, you could have, like, Nancy Drew books. Like, and never whole... have read them? No. And just, like, have them, like, in your library. Hundreds of thousands of books. I've read five. Well, <laughs> if I walked into a library and I saw, like, books that looked like they were, like printed in like the 1919s or something i'd be yeah. like wow that's impressive but it could have just been like a hardy's boy book <laughs> a hardy's boy book yeah which is also a mystery man true so is nancy drew technically isn't yeah. it bobsy twins too yeah. <laughs> yep yep and when they all got together <laughs> oh, of it was course. a fucking party 
So Arnold Schwarzenegger has a library and a housemaid that he has been like fucking for years, basically. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Maria Shriver is like in the other room, probably like chopping broccoli or something. Who knows? Probably just glad she doesn't have to sleep with him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know that because he's a big man. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean he's proportional. <laughs> no, you know what? I I think I've seen a nude pic of him. He's not that hung. I think from what I remember. Well, well, he's he, a, he, from his days of like bodybuilding, he was probably doing a lot of steroids, and doesn't that supposedly like shrink? Oh, <gasps> you just spilled, I spilled wine. wine in I'll, oh. I'll tide pen it. You bastard. <laughs> well, so yeah, so what was that Pump and Iron movie that? I have Arnold no idea. <laughs> Don't like blot. 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 <laughs> Sorry. You should get. Do you have any club soda? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? Why would I have club soda? That clears up any stain. Um, yeah, so does uh, Shout or whatever the crap is you that I use. You want to shout. I'm, I'm going to have to mend the holes from my cats so that I can wash this thing now. Oh, All right, well. sorry about that. I'll buy new sheets. <laughs> I don't need new sheets. I need a new comforter. I'll buy a new duvet. <laughs> no. So where was I? So Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> takes a lot of steroids in the 70s and has a shriveled up package and Maria Shriver <laughs> just she, doesn't want anything to do with it <laughs> you know what she has like new Kennedy money it's true but she also wants some fucking Schwar Schwarzenegger money too well yeah wasn't one of the things there was some like uh, some like documentary movie made about was oh. that was that that the was the Arnold Schwarzenegger like, N oh. no this was like later on it was like about I think it was more about her um, and Pump I remember, and <laughs> <laughs> probably, no, I remember seeing a commercial for it and it, one of the like sound bits was like, I married a, um, an actor to get out of politics. This is how and Maria do it. It was like right, it was like right when he became like the governor and stuff that it came out and she was like, I married an actor to get away from politics and look at where it land me, landed me or something like that. Well, she, I was reading this. Like, he didn't tell her that he was going to run for governor. Oh, really? Oh, what a bastard. He just was just like, Maria, tomorrow <laughs> I will be elected governor of the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a party. <laughs> and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me, Arnold? And she's like, I just... <laughs> Like, she's like, I just gave the middle finger to every member of my family and their extended family, and now we have to go like schmooze with all these people. Sorry, Maria, the movies just weren't calling these days. Yeah. <laughs> the studios, <laughs> but you know he's still making money off of like Conan the Barbarian yeah. and shit. Conan, like Red Dawn, Red Dawn. You need to watch me in Red Dawn. Commando, yeah. Commando. <laughs> there were some really bad puns in that movie. Well, then, oh, his his co-star, the the woman that was the pilot. You know, she's uh, Tommy Chong's daughter oh, of really? like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Chong's daughter. Yeah, I found that kind yeah. of funny actually. I hope you know how to fly this plane. <laughs> this is a plane. It's a canoe with wings. So get out and paddle. <laughs> Do you have an oar? <laughs> Come with me if you want to swim. <laughs> that sounds like a bad swim instructor. Yeah, I could go on all day with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You really could. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in his library making stains on his fabulous Kennedy couch. It's like a Kennedy heirloom. It's probably It was probably Jackie O's couch. It was like a hand-me-down. Hand-me-down to Maria. And like Maria's like, she, you know, when she gives like, people come over and she's like, and this is Jackie O's 
fabulous love seat, and then there's like a little like stain. Are you for the cum stains, Maria? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get I'll get the maid to clean them up. <laughs> and make meanwhile, there are stains. <laughs> so, I think so. Then he had a child with the maid, right? Yeah, something came out about he had child. like a he had like a twenty something year old child, <laughs> and she was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because like. The maid still lived in the house, and like the kid was just like getting older, and like every year it just added to like a little bit more. You're like, like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very distinctive look yeah. too. It's like, ah, uh, well. Yeah, like the same Austrian accent. <laughs> He's like, you and I think alike, son. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, so that whole thing happened. So Maria Shriver, we tried to get her on the show, we couldn't. Of course. And. So now, so there's the Kennedy curse. Yep. So there's there's led there's legends of how this Kennedy curse started. So there's one theory that Joe Kennedy, who's like the the patriarch of the family, yeah, he one day was like on a train or something like that, and he didn't help out some like Jewish family with something. So they like they laid this like Jewish guilt curse on him. And then there was like another one that he sold weapons to the Nazis because you know you know he had new money because like the Kennedys had new money. They they made a lot of their money during Prohibition selling selling uh, bootleg alcohol and exactly. stuff. So when you have new money, you don't give a fuck. Exactly. You will sell weapons to the Nazis if you because yeah, you to. just don't give a shit. Because why not? Yeah. yeah, it's just more money. Fuck it. <laughs> and you know what? They were Irish in in Boston like at that yeah. time. So having money as an Irish person in Boston was, like, a big deal. You were hated, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the Irish people were the ones that did all the, like, grunt work and everything, and they weren't allowed into places and stuff like that. So they had they a curse ridiculed. befelled upon them of, of some sort. And now, let, let's just go through, like, the timeline, the timeline of, of shitty the things that happened to Kennedys. And we'll probably go on, like, a million tangents. <laughs> of course we this will. This has to be, like, a seven-part podcast. All right, so... <laughs> All right, so um, Rosemary Kennedy, she now is often believed to be mentally challenged. She was, um, was she Joe's daughter? Yeah, she's like a, like a sibling of our president. Okay. So she was like, now, like looking back, they believe that she definitely was suffering from like a mental illness, depression, or schizophrenia. But because she was just like wacky and she was like in her teenager, like early 20s. Of course. Joe Kennedy's like. I ain't having this shit in my household. So he went out and forced a lobotomy upon her. <laughs> Had her lobotomized. Ah, oh, good times. And she basically, they, they, like, they fucked up the lobotomy, so she was just basically, like, permanently damaged. Well, a lobotomy is kind of permanently damaging anyway, because exactly. they're removing a chunk of your brain. Yeah, which is just, like, horrendous. Like, what, they thought, like, it, like, aired out, like, crazy, like, it, they thought it was yeah. like a vent. Yeah, basically, they were like, oh, well, let's cut out the crazy part of the brain. Yeah, oh, the frontal lobe is where everyone just thinks they're fucking insane. Yeah. So let's Z take it out. Uh, Jack Nicholson at the end of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest, they lobotomized him and he was just, like, drooling. <laughs> and then he gets smothered with the pillow. My favorite part <laughs> about lobotomies, though, <laughs> I just learned this today. So the guy who, like, originated the lob lobotomy, his name is Antonio Moniz. Moniz? In 1949, he won a Nobel Prize for medicine and psychology for discovering the lobotomy. 
Yeah, because that's something you want to celebrate. So, like, that's just how fucked up society were. So, like, there, like, if you go on his Wikipedia page, there's, like, a picture of him, like, looking at, like, an X, like, a poor x-ray. Yeah. And it's just, like, he's probably like, hmm, if you just take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so, they basically fucked up Rosemary, Rosemary Kennedy's life. And she was just institutionalized until her death in 2005. Which pretty much is insane. Yeah. So then, in 1944... Joe Kennedy Jr., like, another Kennedy son, yep. dies when his plane explodes over uh, England. He was, It was, like, I think it was a World War II thing. He was, yeah, it was a World War II um, operation, and, like, his Air plane Force, just exploded. Yeah. But if you if you kind of, like, read into it, they, they were, like, they were giving him, like, warnings that, you know, you shouldn't oh. be going out in this right now. It was, like, it's, shitty so weather. So it was basically, it wasn't so much curse as you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's kind of one, one of the things that I wanted to touch upon, because I was reading... I'm going to go on like a huge tangent right now. That's fine. So, We've been doing that all along, so yeah. let's do it. And we're like a half hour let's... now, probably, right? Yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> let's commit to this tangent. All yeah. right. <laughs> so I started reading this, this book. It was written by an author mm-hmm. named Edward Klein. It, the book's called The Kennedy Curse. And I started reading this book, and let me... I gave up halfway through this book because it's an awful, awful, awful book. I just, Hopefully the author isn't listening right now. <laughs> I was thinking of like trying to get him on as a guest somehow. And we probably still could because he won't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. It's yeah. true. He'll listen to the one where he's on it and that's it if he listens to that. Yeah. So I'm reading the book and he basically sums up the whole idea of the Kennedy curse as being like some kind of like thrill-seeking gene that they like just discovered fairly recently in like scientist time. Oh, okay. So like that that whole thing where they they don't have the um concern of like the fear of death. They yeah. just like wild they yeah. Like somewhere in their genetics. Yeah, they they don't have they that. They just don't DG AF. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Which just makes me think of... Remember in the Star Wars prequels, the midichlorians like that? Yeah, the midichlorians, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> How many does this person have? Yeah. Well, because in the, like... So, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah, which was Qui-Gon Jinn, who's played by Liam Neeson. Yes. Very surprisingly well, but may I add. Well, he's in everything, and he does pretty well with he does his well. roles. He, like, he does well with the material. So yeah. he crash lands on Tatooine. Is that the planet? Tatooine. 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 And the he, desert planet. Yeah, and he meets the Skywalker clan. So it's like Mrs. His, Skywalker. And her son, and, and that's her son. about Is it. Is he your mistress? Like, what happened to... He's, like, not around. I don't know what... I don't know if he was dead or if he, like, skipped out on them, but she was basically a slave to that... Watto? Weird, yeah. Yeah, he was at that, like, floaty bug thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, so was her son, basically, Anakin, was basically a slave, too. They were owned by that guy, and they were they had to work for him. So he finds Anakin Skywalker, and he, like, steals his blood for some reason. I don't know. He, like, pokes yeah. him. <laughs> well, yeah. He, um, because he, he, like, has this hunch about him because of how he, how he is with different things. Yeah. Could you imagine just, like, someone rolling into town, though? And, and just like, being like, I need your blood. Yeah. <laughs> Stab you with some, like... Futuristic thing, and just like, oh, your midi chlorian count's like super high right now. <laughs> like, there was three Star Wars movies before this, and they never make any mention of it, not whatsoever. What the midi chlorians? Yeah, yeah, the four, five, and six, you don't hear anything about it. 
And all of a sudden, it's like, midichlorians, midichlorians this, midichlorians yeah. that. Because fucking Lucas fucked everything up. Yeah, so that's what, that's all, like, my first thought is this guy came comes out with, like, the Kennedys are plagued by some, like, bad luck gene that makes yeah. them, like, crazy insane. And I'm just like, oh, it's like midichlorians, basically. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then, now I'm thinking about it. A little bit further, and I'm just kind of like, wouldn't it be fucked up if the Kennedys had like medical? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to bring equality to the force. <laughs> you never know, and like the the dark side could be taking them down, like the Sith, <laughs> the Emperor. Yeah, the um, what was his name? Palpatine. Um, yeah, Emperor Palpatine. You yeah, know, you know. A lot of people hate the Phantom Menace, but I kind of like it. I kind of like it out of well, the. Well, it gives you a nice little backstory to the originals. My biggest beef with the whole Star Wars franchise is that they went back and they redid the original three. They redid oh, four, five, and six. Yeah. They added in a bunch of shit that wasn't there before, and they changed the actor who was in, in at the end of six. Um, they changed uh, who played Anakin Skywalker at the end, where yeah, he's a right. ghost. I'm like. Well, Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't his younger self. He was his age when he died Alec as Guinness. the ghost. Alec Guinness? Yeah, he was his age as he, like, they kept him old when he, when he was the ghost. Why couldn't they keep the other guy old when he was a fucking ghost? Well, they kept... Keep the freaking plotline straight, people. You suck. Well, it's Alec Guinness, <laughs> so he's, like, a classically trained actor. Yeah, but still, I don't care. You don't fuck with the original story. Leave it alone. <laughs> you did it right the first time. You're screwing it up. That's my biggest beef. Sorry. <laughs> and then, so I was like, the only part I don't like about the Phantom Menace is just the kid who plays Anakin. Oh, really? You just don't like him? No, and, and yeah, I just don't like, I, I just don't like children in movies. To be you just don't me. like children. That's your issue. True, true. Let, let's get that fact out there. I just don't like children in general. You've held, what, two babies in your entire life? Exactly. And you were under extreme pressure from people at work to I do was, so? like, sweating. I had, like, pit stains under my arms. Yes, and you look petrified. I actually have pictures of both. It's and like you, a white face. Yeah, you have that deer in the headlights, oh, my dear God, what are you making me hold thing. So I just think it would be a great idea if we could just go back and just take the Phantom Menace and just, like, digitize the actor who played young Anakin out and just replace him with, like, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> you love Peter Dinklage. I fucking love Peter Dinklage. He is an amazing actor, I have to give you that. And he's the same size of young Anakin. But he's not as young as Anakin would have been. They he, can be some... he can't play, like, a six-year-old. Like They can do some fucking crazy makeup, give him a blonde wig, he'll be fucking great at it. How great. He's a saint. He would be a great young Anakin. Like I don't I, think he'd agree to be the role though. I don't well, he's he's kind of like in demand now because he's in the new X-Men movie. He's in Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's uh he's had some big roles. He was an elf. Yeah, yeah but like that was like pre like famous Peter Dinklage. What the elf? Yeah. Have you ever seen Station Agent? No. He's that was like one of it was like a um an independent film thing. And it was um, him and, oh, the woman was in something, too. Uh, I can't think of who she is. But Let's it, look and it the guy, Station Agent? Station Agent, yeah. Um, it, it's like this quirky little movie, but it's actually pretty good. Um, he, uh, the, the guy that is, like, the, the co-star. Patricia Clarkson? Maybe. What does she look like? Uh, who does she play? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Coxon. Yeah. Um, She's great. But the guy that was in it was in like Will and Grace. He was uh, Will's boyfriend for a while. Vince, that cop. Um, Bobby Cannavale. Yes. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really good movie. Um, but oh, that I was like check this out tonight. Holy shit! It's it's a it's a good movie. It's kind of weird. It doesn't it doesn't have like a big conflict or anything really huge. Oh, John in it. Slattery's it's, in this movie too. I yeah. love John Slattery. Yeah, it's it's just it kind of just it's it's an independent film and it just goes. But it's it's a good movie. It's interesting. This came on two thousand three. Oh, I never heard of this. I saw it on IFC once. I I I am in love with Peter Dinklage. There's just something about him. I don't know. That's what it why kind of why I wanted to mention that movie because I knew you'd love it. But like, there's just he would be the best like seven year old version of Anakin Skywalker because you don't have to have a shitty child actor who has those stupid labor laws and like comes with stupid lines and is like too cutesy and stuff. <laughs> you just make him look young. Because what was that Martin Short movie where he like played Clifford, where he like Martin Short plays a child? I don't think I ever saw that. Like you can just young younger size an actor, youngify. Youngify. What did I say? Younger size. <laughs> yeah, younger size. <laughs> I like that word though. That should be a word. Younger size. Younger size. <laughs> it makes it, it sounds like you're making them fun size. Yeah. You know what? Peter Dinklage is fun size though. <laughs> he. I guarantee you, he's a ball to hang out with. You could probably do some fun and exciting things with him. He, he always seems very interesting in interviews. Oh, he's he, great. He rocks the interview. I gotta give you that. I have to say this one thing, and this is like kind of creepy, kind of weird. That's you in a nutshell. It's me in a nutshell, but yeah. I am very curious what Peter Dinklage looks like naked. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. I need to know. In like games, Game of Thrones, like his like flagship television series. Yeah. Where everybody's fucking everybody. Everybody's fucking everybody. Everybody's naked, except for Peter Dinklage. I don't think <laughs> he's got too much pride. I, but like, they had an interview with him. He was like, "I would fucking love to be nude on this show." He's like on <laughs> television naked. I don't. I don't know. Is that like a two guys kissing thing? They don't want to put it on television or something like well, that. Or they, they, they're just stuck up about it still. They or? definitely show that on HBO though. On Game of Thrones, they definitely show that stuff. Guys kissing. Oh, oh there's they like they guys like on... blowing each other on Game of Thrones. This is true. There's there's siblings having sex on Game of Thrones. Which is my favorite part about Game of Thrones. Of course it is. Other than Peter Dinklage. Of course it is, because you know, you're creepy. <laughs> like, I have watched Game of Thrones since it began. Yeah. And he's, like, the only reason why I still watch the show. I think just, like, the rest of the show is just does not hold my attention. But if, like, they ever kill his character off, I'm done. Like I'm <laughs> You're, you're going to boycott? You're going to be pissed for weeks? I won't be pissed. I'll just be like, all right, he was... He had a good run, and then I just I'd be out. You know, it'd be like a clean cut. Just, clean cut, you'd you know, be done. Just like cutting off Ned Stark's head. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dinklage should totally reanimate himself on the Phantom Menace. Uh, so you want a redo of the Phantom Menace with him? Yeah, and and like you know that show like it was on like A and E or something was like Little People, Big World. Yeah, he should just do a show, just be like Little People, big Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Because, it's just shots of him in the nude. Like. Yeah, like because I don't know. I'm I'm very. I don't think I know what a little person's penis looks like. <laughs> um, Should we look I, it up? Should I, we look it up? It's up to you. You're the one with the computer, sir. I am assuming it's like any other man's penis. It varies depending on the person. I'm just so glad that's on your computer, not mine. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Right here. Is this Wee Man? Uh you know what though? It's it, it's proportionate though. 
<laughs> You're making the cats uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, that's gross. What is that? That's feet. <laughs> that was feet. <laughs> but like, I I don't know. Don't don't you wonder? Occasionally, you but not not as fervently as you. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just have these thoughts in my head. I just wonder what like a midget's penis looks. <laughs> this is what keeps you up at night. This is why you can't sleep because you wonder all these weird things. No, what can't what keeps me up at night is just like horrible things that can happen in the world, like unsolved mysteries, like sinkholes, <laughs> sinkholes. Oh God, you probably watched that footage like fifteen times of the of the sink, the the street going in, into the river. Yeah. Or whatever, with all the cars, just like... I haven't seen that one, but... Oh. <laughs> see, sinkhole is a new phenomenon to me. I never knew they, they, they existed. How did you not know? I don't know. Somehow sinkholes eluded me, like, all these years. And, like, three or four years ago, I think I just was, like, watching television one day. And you saw a thing about and them? And it was in, um, I think it was, like, right outside of Tampa, Florida. Okay. A guy was, like, sleeping, because they don't have basements in Florida, so, like, you're just, like, flat in the land. Well, I'm sure there are some places with basements. No, because I think they have like a high water. Table. Oh, the high water table, yeah. So they well, don't because ha- of all the Everglades and crap, yeah. Yeah, all that shit. So they don't have they don't have basements in Florida. So this guy was just like sleeping one day, and a sinkhole happened like right under his bedroom, and it just oh, sucked him down to right, ground. Yeah, and then they never found his body, and they gave up because it was just like too much work to do. <laughs> they just fucking gave up. And you were convinced that's how you were going to die, isn't it? Now I'm like, wait. What just happened? <laughs> First, you were convinced the meteor was going to come and hit you while you were sleeping, and you were going to die that way, and now you're going to fall into a sinkhole while you're sleeping. Which one should we talk about first? Should we talk about the meteor, or should we talk about the sinkhole? Because you just reminded me of the meteor. Uh, why don't we continue with the sinkholes, and then we can move into the meteor? Because then I have something after both of those. All right, so, so basically, I had never known that sinkholes existed until like four years ago, and I was like, this this can happen? I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I started, like, Googling sinkholes, and I just, like, you read about all these instances, and it's just, like, the ground just gives away and just decides it's going to fuck up and just pull everything down. But Right, because of something that's not existent under it that finally collapsed. Exactly. So, like, a month ago, I was in Florida, and I was, when I was down there, I was thinking of the sinkhole, like, of the sinkhole that I was just talking about a moment ago. Uh-huh. And I was I just, just decided to Google it and it had like the exact address of like where it happened. Oh Jesus. And I map quested it. I was less than a mile away from where it happened. I was like, <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> oh, of course you did. But it's like it doesn't look like a sinkhole happened anymore though. It's just like they like Well no, because it fills in with whatever it sucks down and it closes up like nothing ever was there. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. It's like, kinda like an avalanche how it just covers everything and you can never tell something was there. Yeah. And there was a sinkhole in like Chelmsford, Massachusetts, like last month. Like a small one, not like a big one. It didn't like suck oh, yeah. it didn't kill anybody, but Huh. It happened. So it it can happen anywhere. It doesn't it's not just it's not just the tampon of America. <laughs> <laughs> the tampon of America. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, gotta love Florida. So <laughs> or not. <laughs> so following that idea, so like a few years ago, there was like a crazy. I was it a meteor or was it um? I thought it was a satellite. Oh, I thought no, wasn't it? I thought it was a meteor or something. Or was it was it a satellite? A piece of a satellite fell out of the sky. Or there some was shit? yeah, there was a piece of satellite that was like orbiting Earth, and the, it was going to come crashing to Earth, and didn't know where it was going to crash. That's right. 
That's right. And you were looking up all that crap, and you found something about a meteor killing some woman in her bed while she was sleeping. It, like, dropped through her ceiling and shit. Yeah, it happened in New Hampshire. She yeah. was, like, from, like, New Hampshire. So she was just, yeah. like, chilling in her house one day, just watching Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> and yep. just, like, a meteor just, like, fell, like, a tiny piece of a meteor, like, probably, like, the size of, like, a hockey puck, just, like, blew through her house, hit her on the forehead, and she died. Well, yeah, because incredible speeds. Exactly. Have you ever Have you ever seen the show Dead Like Me? No. It was It was a TV show that was on Showtime a couple years ago. Yeah, I've heard of it, but it, it's a. This made me think of just like fallen objects. This is like my whole the birth of fear of fallen objects from space. <laughs> so basically, it's like the story. The show involves like people become like they die and they become grim reapers. Okay. And then like. They're basically just, like, normal people. They have to get, like, jobs and stuff, but they're also a Grim Reaper. Okay. And they just look different than when they looked like when they were originally alive. All right. But the way that this girl died and became a Grim Reaper, uh-huh. she was just, like, walking along one day. Like, she was, like, in the city walking along. Mm-hmm. And, like, a, a space station was failing, and it hit the atmosphere, and it broke apart. Everything burned up except for a toilet seat. And the toilet seat hit her on the head and she died. <laughs> that is not a fun way to go. <laughs> no. no, but it's, it's just like fu- you get there and they're like, oh, how'd you die? Toilet seat hit me in the head. <laughs> I wonder if I can find this clip because it's just the a most amazing scene because like you, like you hear like the noise and she looks up and she just goes, oh shit. Like, toilet seat. <laughs> toilet seat. <laughs> Appropriate phrasing. And then I think like on the show, I think they call her like toilet seat like is like the name of her character on the show. Aw, that's sad. Dead. Dead Like Me, Death. Let's see if we can find a scene of it on YouTube. Let's go to YouTube.com. Let's say Dead Like Me. Got to get that plug in. Toilet seat. Yeah. Yep. This is probably right now. Yep. So this is the toilet seat coming down. This like you have the view of... Of the toilet seat? Like what the toilet seat is the long version of it, I think. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. The sky was blue. And the Russian space agency was deorbiting near. <laughs> Evidently, there was a miscalculation in the density of the ionosphere at the point of entry, or something like that. The whole thing was supposed to fall in the Pacific Ocean, but a few pieces made it to the West Coast, including the seat of a zero-G toilet. Excuse me. Got the time? Five after one. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, what is your name? George. Um, middle man. She. You got a middle man? Fuck off, would you? <laughs> she was L? on something. Yeah, she's in a lot of things. No, when she was a little kid. Yeah. You better hurry, George. So the the Reaper touches you and you like your spirit goes away. Okay. So like she'd been. She was um the daughter in uh, Dolores Claiborne. She was the young version of the daughter. Yep, so that's the spirit oh, okay. going away. For some reason, the frog shows up through the whole series. I can't remember the significance. They say your entire life flashes in front of your eyes the moment before you die. That might be true if you're terminally ill or your parachute doesn't open. But if death sneaks up on you, the only thing you have time to think is, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, this is such a great show. You, you, have, you have to find a dead like me. 
Okay. So she dies and she comes back as a Grim Reaper. Yeah. And like now she's just like that black guy that was just touching people. Yeah. So like some people die and they just go to like heaven. Mm-hmm. But like some people end up becoming Grim Reapers. So like now she's like dead and she doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. <laughs> But I saw this and I was like, fuck, things can like fall out of space and be, they can be miscalculations and like, <laughs> it's just a toilet seat, like, and they it, cause like an explosion. I don't think it would really cause that much of an explosion. Yeah, it was probably life. exaggerated for television, but like. Of course it was. So like two years ago, like this was happening because like, there was like yeah, the, a satellite falling to earth and this is all I thought about every day. I was like, this, like, where's the, where's the satellite yeah. right now? And they were every like, every time you got to work, you'd be like, it's coming down. It's going to hit me. Well, they didn't know where it was going to strike. Yeah. They would have, like, projecting, like, a few times it was, like, in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And I was like, what if their calculation was off? And I'm just sitting in my fucking cubicle, like, fucking tapping away at my keyboard. That would be a horrible way to go. Yeah, but you know what? If it had hit you, it would have hit me, too. And I just wasn't caring. (laughs) Probably would have decimated the whole building, but... Uh, Yeah. Which... I'm sorry, not a great loss, I don't think, for that building. That building is awful. But in my mind, though, like, it would just, it would be a single, like... piece just like, gonna hit you. Yeah. Like a nut, like a tiny nut from, like... <laughs> just embed itself in your brain. We go, <laughs> Just, like, end everything. You guys are gonna, like, hey, hey, Patrick, well, Patrick? Have we finished talking about the Kennedy disasters, though? Um, we got up to Joe Jr. I don't think we've nearly <laughs> like touched on it. Kennedy. <laughs> All right, so, um... <laughs> This is where it starts to get weird. In the so 1948, Kathleen Cavendish, she's like one of the actual Kennedy sisters of like yeah. John F. Kennedy. She got married, so she's like the first Kennedy to die in a plane crash. Wait, what about Joe Jr.? When did he die? Oh, I lied. Four years earlier, he died. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> liar. Well, I mean, like it's weird because like the second person died in a plane crash, which right. is like. A plane, like in my mind, like a plane crash is like a one in a million kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's not very often that you, especially the same families. But you think about like this is this must have been like the early day of flight where like flying sucked. Right, they weren't as many safety precautions. It was easier for planes to go down. They didn't. You can like smoke on planes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If this is like a passenger plane or if it's like a private plane. But so like the second, is it say in France? In France. Huh. So like. The second Kennedy has died in a plane crash. So you're like, all right, that that's... Starting fucking, to get a little funky. That's yeah. pretty shitty. So then, what well, we're going to kind of jump ahead a few years. So 1956, JFK, our president, marries Jacqueline Bouvier, which is the greatest last name in the world, Dad. <laughs> it's also, like, Marge Simpson's... It is her maiden name, yes. She's a Bouvier. (laughs) Oh, it's all starting to come together. So Jackie Bouvier Kennedy gives birth to a stillborn daughter. It's like, that sucks. That really does suck. Wait. Yeah, and then 63, died two days after premature birth? What the fuck? So August 9th, so like the same month. So August 23rd, 1956, Jackie Bouvier stillborns. August 1963 also has a like a premature birth, so it's like fuck. She's got some fucking bad fucking. And that kid dies two days later. Yeah, Patrick. That's, that's the same name as we. Son of a gun. Wow. All right. You're lucky so then, he didn't die. Then, like three months later, fucking JFK is shot. We all know that story. Yeah. But the weirdest thing. So now we're gonna get into a plane, another plane crash in the Kennedy family. 
Oh, June that's right. June 19th, 1964. Era Ted Kennedy. <laughs> our pre- uh, Not our president. Our, like, famous senator who loves whores. <laughs> is involved in a plane crash in which one of his aides and the pilot were killed. He is miraculously pulled yeah. from the wreckage. He's, like, the only one that escapes this curse thing. He just keeps living. No, well, the curse keeps happening to him, but he survives. It's, like, around him. It just keeps trying to get him, and he's, like, untouchable. And he gets that broken back, punctured lungs. Yeah, he uh, he Broken ribs and internal bleeding, but he survives. Everything, yeah. So Ted Kennedy, he's basically the inspiration of Diamond Joe Quimby from The Simpsons. Yes, who has the same accent and uh, loves the loves the whores? He loves the whores and sleeping in the hotels. <laughs> now we and going to the burlesque house. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Joseph? I had no idea. Come on, now you were working <laughs> here. <laughs> My favorite part about that episode of The Simpsons, burlesque house. So Bart's like working the desk. Yeah. Abraham Simpson walks in like whistling with his hat, and he goes. <whistles> he puts his hat in the hook. Sees Martin, turns around so and walks out, he right? He circles around, comes back and grabs a hat, and he goes, Is your name Bart? And he shakes his head like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just great. So now, so this Diamond Joe Quimby, Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons, is basically Ted Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Who's probably the greatest politician in the history of, He's of America. He's very much a politician, too. He's like the politician that everybody uses as a stereotype but for he, politicians. But he was involved in a lot of things, though. He was, like, part of civil rights. Yeah. So he kind of got that whole ball. Like, I think Bobby Kennedy kind of was, like, the part of it, too. Yeah. Who dies next in our... <laughs> Who dies next in the Kennedy lineup? <laughs> But, like, Wasn't there another plane crash somewhere along the way? Oh, yeah, there's many more plane crashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so... There was a big one, though, like, I thought... I did, there we'll get was to it. One. So, 1964, Ted Kennedy is in a plane crash, survives... Barely. Barely. Yeah. He gets pulled out of the wreckage, survives, and Fox Mohawks. <laughs> <laughs> 1968, in June, Robert F. Kennedy, assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan, a guy with a firsty... Same first name, same last name. Sirhan that's, Sirhan. That's just really unfortunate. Why would you do that to your child? Exactly. And then... It's like you expect them to assassinate someone. Exactly. One year later, the Chappaquiddick incident ah, involving Ted Kennedy. He drives his car off the Chappaquiddick Bridge. <laughs> fatally wounds Mary Jauka Pacney. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time that the Kennedy cursed is acknowledged by Kennedy. Really? May I add, the very first time. The midichlorians account in that day. Oh, they're strong with this one. They're definitely strong with this one. Now, 1973, Joseph P. Kennedy II was driving a car, crashed it, killed his passenger, Pam Kelly. Actually, not killed her, paralyzed her. Sucks for her. Yeah. Did he survive? (laughs) He survived. Of course he did. They're beating the curse. A few months later, 1973, Ted Kennedy Jr. has his... Ted Kennedy Jr. Jr. (laughs) Right leg amputated. Bone cancer. Bone cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Love that you're just like slipping right into the accent there. Now, the weirdest, the weirdest one, because this involves drugs. 1984, David Kennedy... 
dies of a cocaine and a Demerol overdose in Palm Mm -hmm. Beach, Florida. Demerol is just like the weirdest thing in my mind. Tampon of America. Exactly. Palm Beach. Sounds like a fun place. Fun place to do cocaine and Demerol. So apparently cocaine is like the fun drug. This is the drug that like makes you excited. You're yeah. fucking bouncing all over the place. You like it's like you, Tigger you juice. You lose a lot of weight. <laughs> what's, what's it? The Tigger juice? Is that on like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Tigger, where he's bouncing. Yeah, the... you bounce around here and there and everywhere. Fucking Tigger juice and Demerol. Demerol is it's like a. It's I like thought a, that was a wasn't that isn't that like a depressant? Or isn't, isn't that supposed to like calm you down? Yeah, it's it's a pain reliever. Yeah, so it's a depressant. It's um, in, but like it slows down like your like breathing. Yeah. It's totally a drug that Betty Draper would take on Mad Men. Okay. And I think, actually, there was an episode where she was given birth, and she took Demerol. Now that I'm thinking about it. Wow, that's um, special. Because it's like it's definitely like an old-timey drug. But well, so, yeah, like the 40s. So I'm yeah. just trying to think. So you take a drug that makes you fucking excited. And then you take one that makes you anti-excited, like makes you just chill. And so like, how does breathing. how does that work? Apparently he was trying to counteract one or the other like i i don't know like i've i've never done cocaine oh wait hold on hold on hold on <laughs> oh my god i love how you just stopped in the middle of that thought like a wait a minute have i i have to tell you this so i have i'm gonna put this in quotation marks because like i've never like taken cocaine as like i'm gonna take cocaine as a drug and like i've done cocaine but i've taken cocaine in quotation marks it's like an asterisk, like that 61 star that we were talking about. <laughs> All right, so... I'm interested in this asterisk. I don't... Have I told you... I feel like I've said the story before. I don't think I've heard this story this is, before. This is a great story, your, by the way. Your past is interesting. All right, so... This goes... I was very young. Um, I'm going to say I'm like in sixth grade in the story. Maybe fifth or sixth grade. I go back, like, so how was I, like, 11, 12 years old? Yeah, how old something sixth like, grade? Oh, sixth grade, 11, 12, yeah. Preteen, this is, like, an early, like, Mary yeah, Kate and Ashley Olsen movie. The, the tween stage, as they call it now. So I'm a tweenager. <laughs> not even, a, like, a tween, not even yeah. ager. <laughs> yeah, you're just a tween. <laughs> so, I, I have, let's just say I have an eccentric family. <laughs> yes. So I ha- I had an aunt. On my mother's side of the family, and she was just, she just disappeared for, for months at a time. Now, in my mind, like, I just saw, like, you know what, she's like, she's the fun aunt. She's, like, gone on these wild adventures. Who knows where she went? Like, just, I, I think, like... A, just, she's out partying. I just think of, like a, like, a woman just, like, in a Mustang convertible. Driving off a cliff with her friend. Pre that, just driving along the kind of, like, what's that Steve Miller song? Um, Magic Keep Car- on a rockin' me, babe. Oh, yeah, okay. We came from Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix, Arizona, all, all the way to Tacoma. Tacoma. Philadelphia, Atlanta, Atlanta LA. Yeah. Northern California, where the girls are warm. I want to keep my baby warm <laughs> all day. Keep yeah. on a rockin' me, babe. We should play yeah. that song. Hold on. Okay. We should fine. do that as a prelude to the story. What, is it Steve Miller, man? I don't know. Is it? I think it is Steve Miliband. Keep on. It is. Hold on. I should tell the story Keep of like an instrumentalist song. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, this is. A- do, do, do. Yep. Let's do it. Let's karaoke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So here I am, sixth grade. Yeah, I can picture you actually. <laughs> Just thinking of this song and you're on. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Keep on a rocking me, rocking me. <laughs> I went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Dakota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA, Northern California, where the girls are warm. I'm going to be baby, yeah. Keep on a rocking me, baby. Alright, that's enough of that. <laughs> that was a fun interlude. So basically, that's what I picture in my mind when my aunt is doing. Okay. Just fucking bouncing around from town to town, Having rocking her time. baby. Yeah. Having the greatest time of her life. But meanwhile, she's just a fucking cokehead. Fantastic. And so she basically like lived with my grandparents. I put that in quotation marks. And meanwhile, she had a bedroom. And just all her shit, like, thrown around it. Her her son lived there, my cousin. And This one, isn't the aunt that lives in Florida now, is it? No. Different aunt, okay. Different aunt. So, one day, my cousin and I were just hanging out in her bedroom, just kind of, like, going through shit, just, like... Because she used to just have, like... She had a lot of, like, records on vinyl, like, 70s stuff. Like we, Yeah. It's a fun... It was, like, a fun environment to, like, go through. Oh, yeah. So, one day, I, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking look under the bed. Like, this is kind of like a callback. That's dangerous in a single woman's room. (laughs) This is is a callback to, like, the Unsolved Mysteries. That's, like, normally where you would find the murderer. (laughs) Normally where you find the murderer. There was no vibrators, man. (laughs) Well, that's that's probably a good thing. It probably would have warped you even more. But I find, like, a a ceramic plate engulfed in tinfoil. So I pull it out. (gasps) And I unfold it. There's a razor blade and, like, a very small amount of, like, powdery substance, like, on a plate. Of course. And I grab my cousin. I'm like, hey, look what I found. And he's like, I will give you $100 if you sniff that right now. (laughs) So we rolled up a dollar. He rolled up a dollar bill for me. Oh, classy. I fucking snorted it up my nose. I don't remember anything that happened after that. But an hour later, I went downstairs to my grandparents, my grandfather, and I go, hey, guess what I just did? He goes, what? And I go, I just found a plate full of this mysterious white substance. And no, I actually went downstairs and said, hey, I just made $100. Ask me how I made it. And he was like, how? And I told him, I was like, I found a plate of white substance underneath auntie's bed, and I snorted it up my nose. And he goes, what? <laughs> and I was like, you want to see it? Let's go upstairs and see it. Meanwhile, I'm like bouncing around the house. Like, of course, you're high on cocaine. <laughs> fucking bon- having the best day of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So now you gotta counter- counteract that shit with Demerol. I don't even know what would happen to you. Yeah, that's not good things. Apparently you die. Basically, because that's what happened to him. If you're a Kennedy... You die. You die. And that's what happened. <laughs> and then, nothing happened for a few years. In the Kennedy family. 1991, William Kennedy Smith was arrested and charged with a rape of a young woman at the Kennedy State in Palm Beach, Florida... Wait, didn't something else happen in Palm Beach, Florida? Yeah, wasn't there something else in Palm Beach? Um, oh, oh, that's where he died, was in Palm Beach, Florida, hotel yep. room. David... The, the David Demerol, Kennedy yeah. Died at, <laughs> cocaine Demerol. and Demerol in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is not a good place if you're a Kennedy. No. Just stay away from it. If you're related to the Kennedys in any way, which if you're from Massachusetts, it's possible you are, um... Just stay away from Palm Beach. It's it doesn't hold good things for you. But there was a huge media trial though. Upon like this must have gotten trounced by OJ because I don't remember this trial happening. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But now, this is my my favorite Kennedy story. Oh God! <laughs> I showed you Michael Lemoyne Kennedy. So he was the Kennedy who had he was suspected of statutory rape. Of having a three-year affair with this 14-year-old babysitter. That's creepy. Which is creepy. He was the ugly Kennedy. Yeah, and how... Seriously, what the hell was going through her mind? Why was she sleeping with the ugly dad? Well, because he might have had money. He was a Kennedy. That's true. I'm sure he did have money. Do you know what is, like, the best part of the story? This took place in Cohasset, which is, like, 20 minutes away. We can drive We to can the drive to the house and check it out because we're creeped like that. We could. This can be, like, a mystery adventure trip. This could be like, <laughs> we can get our mystery <laughs> machine and drive out there right now. Yeah, just have to leave the red wine behind. We'll, we'll, we'll have it bottled up, though. <laughs> in a to-go cup. <laughs> Give me my wine in a to-go cup, please. So this whole thing happened. And then, like, a few weeks later, Michael Kennedy decides to go skiing. Now, this is the biggest oh, douchebag move. So, he's yeah. on a mountain, fucking skiing, playing football while skiing. Of course, because he's a douche. And he fucking dies skiing because he's playing football. Of course. And that's going to happen. Yeah. So, is this like... Don't make sports, people. It's bad news. No, but like, is this part of the... Is this a curse? Or did this just happen because he's a douchebag? I like to be with the curse because the curse is like, you know what? You're well, a fucking asshole right they now. They <laughs> are lumping it in with the curse here, and, I mean, really, the entire curse could be boiled down to somebody in the Kennedy family being a douchebag. Because the or- origination of it is something to do with, like... The thrill-seeking genes? Well, the thrill-seeking genes, but also, like, wasn't the um, original story that, like, um, a Jewish family put a curse on them because yeah. they, he wouldn't help them on the train, or he was selling weapons to the Nazis so the the Jewish town put a curse on the family and shit. <laughs> so, I mean, really, if you think about it, it all just goes back to somebody being a douchebag and getting cursed for it. Which, this is a perfect example of why it's negative for yourself to be a douchebag to other people. Alright, now let's do some other famous douchebags. Ah, uh, other the famous The cast of Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course, which... Uh. <laughs> uh, who else? There are a lot of famous douchebags. Anybody from any kind of um, reality series? I'm sorry, but they're just all douchebags. The entire real world rules like cast. Oh my god, yes. Um, the Bachelor. Anybody that appeared on The Bachelor in any fashion that just no, it's automatic douchebag status. Juan Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> 
automatic douchebag. <laughs> Did you ever watch The Real World? Were you like a freaking? Oh God, no. Are you kidding? I barely watched TV as a child. You know this. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. You weren't. Wait, hold on. I don't know this story. You need to. <laughs> Backtrack. Um. I, yeah, we weren't allowed to watch a lot of TV as as kids in my house. Um. My mother was very against it, which I, I really commend her for, because that couldn't have been easy. Of course, we didn't have cable for the longest time either. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah, we had the TV with the dial. Even when my grandmother, we didn't get cable until um, my grandmother sold the house that she had, and she had the upstairs built on the, with the in-law apartment, and she got cable, so we got cable, because she had it. Interesting. Yeah, um, because it was like the, you could um, take the line off and have it as a, like in another room in the house, basically, <laughs> which was, we actually, this was something my dad did legitimately with the cable company. I don't know how they worked that. Um, but anyway. Yeah, uh, Comcast <laughs> is listening to this. Yeah. Top <laughs> of your ears Which right it, now. It wasn't Comcast. It was like in the 90s. Adelphia? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Some coming in doesn't exist. Anymore. That's yeah, why they probably. don't exist. Because your father was like in bed with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's just creepy. Oh. But um, yeah, so we, even when we had cable, like we didn't, we weren't allowed to really watch TV. If we wanted to watch TV, if we wanted to, if we like had a show that we wanted to watch or something, unless it was like, Carmen Sandiego, which we were allowed to watch every day because it was, it was PBS. It was PBS, and it was educational. It we was got bunny to learn. Ears. We get to learn um, ge geography with it, so we were allowed to watch that. But anything else, we had to actually read first for the amount of time that we wanted to watch TV. If we didn't read, we didn't get to watch the show, no matter what it was, except for Carmen Sandiego. So how obviously. did you know about the X Files and shit then? Oh, well, that was, like, a little bit later on. Um, that was, a, like, a night thing, because it was on at night, and my dad wanted to watch it. So that was when we started eating, like, dinner in the living room with the TV trays. Um, and we he wanted to watch The X-Files, so we were watching The X-Files on a regular basis. But, like, when I got home from school, the TV didn't go on. We were outside, we were playing kickball and shit. See, I was an outdoor person, too, but I also fucking loved my television... I would have liked television, but I, I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> uh, well, I, I learned how to program the VCR at a well, very young age, which is yeah, key. I didn't so, like, I wasn't could, allowed to touch it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you were one of those, you were like a latchkey kid that couldn't touch the VCR? Uh, my mother is very small, but she's frightening. very frightening. <laughs> Just ask the, uh, prince, the guy that used to be the principal of our high school. He was afraid she, of her. Is she a villain? No, no, but let me tell you, when, when she is set on something, or if you threaten one of her children, God help you. <laughs> she turns into the scariest five foot five, 110 pound person you will ever freaking meet. <laughs> will she lay a curse on a human? I bet she probably could. <laughs> what was that Stephen King book, the one, um... The Thinner? Thinner, yeah. Like, you, like... He laid a curse on somebody. Yeah, right? um, actually, that was one of the books that I bought at Savers. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be in your library. Yes, it's going to be in the Kennedy library. <laughs> it's in the library. Everybody get down. <laughs> We're having a crisis. Uh, the third rule in a crisis situation. Yeah. Duck. Maria. <laughs> Everybody duck. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Arnold movie with um? he has a toy that he's trying to get? The toy. Oh, oh, 
Jingle All the Way. <laughs> the Christmas movie, Jingle All the Way. Everybody get down. Yeah. Get a toy. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get the like sought-after toy for his kid or some shit. Mm-hmm. All right, what is your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Let's 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 get into it. Let's get like deep into it. Ooh. Not, like Terminator giveaway, Terminator well, giveaway. Okay. But let's do like beyond that though. Beyond Terminator? I would have to say Ooh, this is a this is a close one. It's between Last Action Hero and Commando. Because they both have really funny moments. And I I don't know, it's it's just Last Action Hero, I feel, isn't given enough credit as its as its movie, like as it is itself. I think a lot of people don't know what the I, fuck it is. I think it definitely like I think it was timing that kind of sucked for it because yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, he didn't get a lot of his like real comedy roles until after Twins. Well, that was, Last Action Hero was after Twins. Was it? It was. Okay, but I think that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Last Second Hero came with the same year as Jurassic Park. Oh, it might have. Yeah, and Jurassic Park just took over everything. Like, dinosaurs will fucking trump anything. Yeah. Which, a future episode of Red Wine and Mr. Stories, I don't believe in dinosaurs. I think they were fake. <laughs> we'll get into it next time, though. We'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I personally, uh, Last Action Hero, I got involved in that. Uh, uh, my dad had this, like bootleg copy of it. It was missing the very like, the first five minutes of it, but I watched it like, every night for months. My parents probably were driven insane by this. Well, except for my except for my dad. My dad actually liked it. My mother shakes her head at all this crap that my dad and I watch. It's a weirdly it's entertaining a, movie. It's like, a very it, interesting it's movie. It's a horrible movie. Oh like, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's a bad plot line, but I honestly think it's it really has its own merit. It, it, it's it got some interesting little factoid, like, interesting little ideas in it and, and things like that just because of the whole nature of what the plot is. And it had one of my most, my probably my third favorite soundtrack of all time. Oh, really? It did have some good music. I, it had this song. It's ACDC Big Gun was definitely okay. on this. There's an ad. Hold on. So it had ACDC Big Gun, which was a fucking great song. I do remember this, yes. Yeah. This was that weird era where, like, grunge music and, like, hair band were, like, existed at the same time. Yeah, and they were almost, like, close enough to each other to kind of meld a little bit. Because... Other than ACDC, they also had Def Leppard was on the soundtrack. Yeah. Fishbone. Who else was on it? There, it was like a weird Mel Tesla. Yes. It was, I love the soundtrack, but I especially love this song. I, I think I love the movie so much for the fact that it, it makes fun of action movies. It makes fun of like the little things that nerds like pick up on and go, oh, well, you know, they were holding this in this scene, but then it changed to this and then it changed back to this. It, they kind of make fun of that. Like, he's in the movie as Jack Slater, and he gets dumped into the into the tar pit. He comes out coated in tar. Gun! <laughs> Big gun! <laughs> Big gun! <laughs> they need to have Big dirty. Gun. Uh, they need to have dirty deeds cover this one. Yeah. 
Um, but he comes out like coated in tar. His daughter shows up in the monster truck, which I think just fed into my whole I want to have a monster truck thing when I was a kid. And she gives him a single paper towel and says, oh, I thought you could probably use this. <laughs> he is completely clean with one paper towel after being head to toe covered in tar. His clothes are completely clean. His face is all cleaned off. His hair is perfect. And the paper towel is still clean. And the kid with him, of course, is saying, well, of course, it's because it's a movie and everything. And they're making fun of all that. And I think that's one of the things I find most endearing about, about it, yes. I mean, of course, Commando, I mean, in its own right, is awesome. It's a, it's a, an action flick. It's got its own little bits of comedy. They kind of play off the bad puns. She, the, you know, the, the co-star in it, she's, uh, she actually comments on the bad puns when they're, during the fight scenes and things like that, saying that they eat too much red meat and everything. And <laughs> it, it's, it's funny, but I mean, I don't know. Last Action Hero brings in a whole other level of it. Um, plus, I mean, that that whole thing, it feeds into the buck language. You guys always quote movies. Oh, yeah. We can have an entire conversation in, in movie quotes and, you know, Monty Python and everything. But let me tell you, anytime somebody says the word practice around me and my dad... It just becomes the last action hero quote of how do you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> practice! John, practice! It's so stupid, but it is it is what it is. This is so, like, stereotypical of my answer, but true lies. Mm. <laughs> that was a good movie. Like, I would love to be a hipster and just say, like, Oh, I love this Adam Schwarzenegger movie better, but True Lies is... I love that movie so much. That is a really good movie. It's, I mean, that's another one that kind of makes fun of the whole... Genre? Um, the whole genre, the action comedy genre. I mean, it's it's got... Um, uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold, yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Eliza Dushku. Yep. And, and a million it, other fucking classical... It's videos. true. It's true. And they, they just like... Make fun of this whole thing. Oh, it, it it's just it's got Bill Paxton in it. It's got Bill Paxton. They make him wet himself more than once in that movie. Is Bill Paxton the one that Independence Day or Twister? Twister. Bill Pullman is um Independence so Day. So Bill Paxton is just recently on this is Marvel's Angels of Shield. He was on oh, the really? show. He was a, the villain. Fun fact, know what else he was in with Arnold Schwarzenegger? What's that? Terminator. Who is he in Terminator? In the very beginning, I believe it's the first Terminator. He is the punk, one of the punks that he steals the clothes from. When he comes out and he's like, I need your clothes. He's like, he whips out the switchblade. He's got like spiked up dyed hair and he's like, Gabber. I think you could and, be right. Yeah. It's, it, it's like a two second roll. But it's just hilarious that it's Give me your clothes because I have a small penis. <laughs> yes. Do you know what? Do you know what I love about Terminator 2? Is it has this song. What is it? You Could Be Mine by Guns N' Roses. This is like. Okay. You don't know this from Terminator 2? I'm trying to think of where it's where it is in the movie. It's when he first lands in Los Angeles, present time, and he's like doing the map of like where everybody is. Okay. Yep. See, I still like the um I'm sorry, but I know this is really weird. But Terminator 1, 
I think has one of the most realistic sex scenes of any movie. It's not all like flowery and like love and oh, oh my god, um, this is amazing. It's so realistic, like the faces and everything. They, I think they did a very good job. They did. Do you know what I like and a lot, a lot of people don't like it is the Terminator TV show, the Sarah Connor. You know what? I never really saw it. You, you have. I'll find. I've it for seen you. like one or two episodes, but I never really got into it. The first like four episodes it suck. Pre DVR. But me, if you get so. beyond the first four, it it turns like you were it just turns like, good. I hope this is like the like the whole like the timeline chrono- of the, chronologically yeah. of the show. But it, they canceled it, so it sucks. Aww. But they they're like redoing this whole like tournament. They're gonna reboot the tournament. Which I hate reboots. I know it's it makes me sad. It's like when they did um uh, Total Recall over. I still haven't seen it. Colin Farrell. Yeah, I refuse to see it because they don't actually go to Mars. My dad has it. Yeah, they don't go there, which is fucking retarded. And, and I'm sorry. Part of my fucking stupid language. Yeah, imagine. it's fucking ridiculous. It pissed me off to the point that I refuse to watch it. And now. My dad is an action fanatic, and, like, that's where I got my whole, you know, I want to watch Arnold movies and stuff like that, because I used to watch them with him. That was, like, our time together. But he he watched the new one, and he thinks it's great in its own right, and I just still, I can't watch it. How do you have a three-titted alien? They, They actually, I don't know if they even bring her into it. I hadn't watched it, but if, if they didn't, I would fucking bomb every fucking capital <laughs> you gotta city have, in the country. You gotta have the three-boobed alien. Yeah. It, well, she wasn't an alien. She was a mutant. It was because they were in the part with the bad domes. They were the ones, the originals from, like, the bad domes. So it, it like, fucked with the oxygen, and it, like, mutated their genetics. That's why they were all, like, psychic, too. And All the mutants were, like, psychic. The best part of, of uh, Total Recall is when... I'm supposed to think of, like, falls out of, like, tube, and, like, his face is, like, mm. his face. <laughs> He's like, I'm fucking they're all, dying. They're all puffing up and everything. I'm and puffing then, up. And then the... the Maria. <laughs> and then the thing takes... Where's your head It gets a... It gets a, <laughs> It gets the atmosphere on Mars, yeah. <laughs> and the midget prostitute. You can't forget the midget prostitute with the fucking gun. Was it Peter the... Dinklage and drag? No, it wasn't. I fucking hope it was. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. But it's the it's the woman. It's the the female pro. It's the female uh, midget who's like in everything from the eighties. The blonde. She's got like the teased up hair in that movie, but she was in a ton of shit. I know who you're I talking about, like but I female, don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she was like the female Peter Dinklage before Peter Dinklage was Peter Dinklage. You know. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I definitely, I, I mean, he, he got a lot of his big, like, comedy roles after Twins because of his comedic timing in Twins. And then he had Junior, which I, I kind of like that movie. He got the role in Junior because of, I think it was Twins. Yeah, um, because it was Danny DeVito was the same actor. Yeah. Who but I he fucking got, love Danny DeVito. Too. Yeah, he's awesome. Jane DeVito could, like, read the fucking Wikipedia entry of the Kennedy curse, and I would and fucking he'd, he'd love, love it. it. <laughs> um, no, he got... Um, I could read the Kennedy curse. It was... It was... I, see, this is what happens when I watch shows on, like, movies on AMC when they have, like, the, the little, like, movie notes things that come up. Pop video, like, bloop. Yeah, it's like they have the movie notes things, and they have, like, little trivia things, and they'll stick with me. Um, he got... Arnold got his roles in Junior... 
and Kindergarten Cop, I think it was, because of his comedic timing in I Twins. Mean, I completely forgot about Kindergarten Cop. I fucking love... I that still was love a that good movie. movie. That is a good movie. It has those aluminum, like, foil, like... Yes! <laughs> yes! The kid, like, climbs a tower and puts, like, yeah, these aluminum... Yeah, What to, the fuck was that about? I don't even know what Because he was convinced that there were the bad people that were going to find him, and he was trying to keep them away from him and his mother. But the bad people were really... His, his dad. dad, his father, and his father's mother. And his dad was like a poor man Steven Seagal, too. Yeah, he looked kind of like Steven Seagal. He was like the, the big bad like drug dealer guy, and his mother didn't know about it when she married him. He was and then... totally a 90s drug dealer, too. Yeah, yeah. It was probably oh, like shitty so drugs, bad. too. It was probably like... Yeah, oh, it was awful. It wasn't coke, it was like <laughs> Demerol. And the, the girl that was like the big witness in the case, that was like the breakthrough, who um, got sold the bad drugs by... The, the dad's mother and died. She was actually in, she played a prostitute in um, Night Watch with Ewan McGregor. See, I am dying, like, I'm a shitty actor. I bet I'm a horrible actor, but I would just love to be a prostitute. Like a male prostitute in, in a, a movie. movie. <laughs> Not like a real one, just in a movie. Yeah, like I'd just be like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be like dressed up like uh, in... <laughs> Check out my penis. <laughs> <laughs> dressed up in like in uh, in lingerie, like in um, Rocky Horror Picture Mail Show. Lingerie, male lingerie. <laughs> like in Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, uh, like Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Curry? <laughs> 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 High five for that. <laughs> <laughs> in the huge fucking heels. Yeah. Be like... Hey guys, can you see my penis through this net? <laughs> you totally can, right? All right, let's make a movie. <laughs> let's make a movie about yeah. my penis being yeah. seen through this net. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! All right, we have one more Kennedy to kill before, okay. this, before this podcast ends. Okay, let's JFK Junior. Ah, yes. Who's like he's like the most? He's probably like the most handsomest. Kennedy of them all? I'll give you that. Because, like, alright. I... Do you remember... Did you ever watch Seinfeld? I've seen episodes. I was not a fan. There's an episode of Seinfeld that involves JFK Jr. And they, like, just, like, show his, like, side... And he's, like, fucking women from the side. Side view. Because he was going to fuck Elaine Bennis. Of course. And, like, and he doesn't. So, JFK Jr., he's, like, he invented George Magazine. He's, like, the stud of New York City. Ooh. He has, like, furling chest hair. <laughs> like, those, like, pecs. Probably a big penis. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but... <laughs> you are obsessed with penis, I have to say. I'm this sorry. podcast I'm is kind of, I'm very interested in penis. <laughs> but, so, so J JFK Jr., he's, like, one day, he, well, he marries Carolyn Bissett, mm -hmm. Kennedy, who, according to... This is, like, where I have, like, kind of, like, questions about that, like, Kennedy Curse book. Okay. Because they paint Carolyn Bissett like she's a cunt. Like, she's, like, the hugest cunt in the world. Which is, by the way, your favorite swear word. Oh, I fucking love... I will call anybody... You could be fucking six years old. You and you will be called a cunt 90, by Patrick. I will call you a cunt. <laughs> yep. I still love the picture from Sandy, the Dodge Party. Let's go on. I don't even know the story. Oh, oh you were there. You're at the end of their island, and you're pointing like this. And I'm like, and you're you a just, cunt! Yeah, I know. You just, you're pointing like this, and you, like, made it into a meme. You just said, cunt! 
cunt in like yeah. big letters across it. Like three months ago, I was at like a bar and this like lady, she decided like, I'm going to have my like children come to a bar. I'm like, you have the children Why do you bar? bring your children to a bar? That's not I'm like, right. you're a cunt for bringing your kids to a bar. I, I fully support the use of the word there. Yeah. yeah I, I like the word. And of she the word go, cunt hold on, I got in trouble. She goes, what did you say? I was like, you're a cunt for bringing children to a bar. And she's like, well, the hold secret- on, hold on. And she goes up to the bar. Like, I'm like a celebrity at this bar. This is like the bar that like my father like died at. By oh, the way. Like, okay. He always like goes to and like he yeah. knows all the bartenders. And they're like, you're a celebrity at a few bars, I think. Actually. Yeah. And they're like, did you just call somebody cunt? And I'm like, Probably. <laughs> you say it all the time. Like, I call everybody a cunt. Like, I, I'll call my fucking, like, brother a cunt. Like, it just comes out I could of me. See, I could see you doing yeah. that. Yeah, and you like, called shut off. And I'm like, all right. That's fine, but... All right. And then, like, now, like, it circles around, and then I think back, and I'm like, you know what? I think I actually call that girl a cunt. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It's a word. It's a fucking word. Like... Why, yeah. why do we have to, like, put this, like, bad stigma on a word? Yeah, people really do get upset by cunt. Um, that's, like, one of the hot-button words. I don't know why one word is, like, deemed so much worse than the other, but cunt and fuck are, like, the two big ones. I know my mother, I can swear in front of her like a sailor until I utter the F word. If I utter the F word, I get, like, the dagger stare, like, you are going to burn stare from my mother. And then my dad just looks at me like, you know you're not supposed to say that in front of her. (laughs) It's a fucking word. It's a fucking word. And actually, it's not even a full word. It's it's a um, it's no it's a um oh it's it's a an abbreviation it's um it's a fornication under consent of the king f u c k that's what fuck originated from are you sure yes no I don't know. learned that in an English class what about cunt I don't know about cunt I think that might have originally originated from England, but I don't think it was an abbreviation for anything. Well, it's a fucking great word. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want, fuck, like, if you want to stop a conversation, just say "cunt." Just go. You're a fucking cunt. Oh yeah, dead <laughs> stop. Like. No, but you know what? Stop. Like I, I don't, I don't fucking like. You can be whatever. You can be a child. You can be an adult. You can be a woman, a man. You're still a oh, fucking yeah. cunt. You don't. You don't discriminate with. The I cunt. do not discriminate with cunt. You don't. No. And you know what? And, and if you get mad at me, then fuck you. You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like the logic behind it. But you were you were talking about. I'm sorry. The last Kennedy to die. We were talking about. Oh, JFK woman, Jr. Yeah, and, the woman's a cunt or something like so that. So basically, this guy Edward Klein. Wrote this book, The Kennedy Curse. Yeah. And he, like, described Carolyn Bissett, basically portrayed her as a cunt. Okay. Let's say it. We've said it several times. But, like, she, she's a very, like, she was a beautiful woman. Okay. She looked like a model. She might have had, like, a Coke problem. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> We've already talked about it. We're not judging. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. And, like, you're married to JFK Jr. You're married to a fucking Kennedy, by the way. So, like, your life is going to fucking suck off the bat. Oh, yeah. You chose to marry a Kennedy. It's your own fault. And, like, if you want to do other things in your life, fuck you. Like, it's hard to do. Yeah. So this book just paints Carolyn Bissett as a cunt. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like there's there was supposed to be a wedding in Martha's Vineyard or one of those like islands. Martha's Vineyard makes sense because didn't they have like the Kennedy compound on Martha's Vineyard? Or I thought it was in Hyannis. I thought it was in Martha's. Well, Vineyard. it could be in both. Who, who um, gives a fuck? They probably have more than one. Yeah, they're new money. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. They so, probably owned an island somewhere. So JFK Jr. He's like a newbie pilot, like. He just, like, I'm going to fly planes this year. That's, like, my whole fucking thing. That's I my whole new identity. I just decided I'm going to do it. Like, I had a magazine. I fucked Elaine Bennis. <laughs> and now I'm going to fly planes. So he decides he's going to fly a plane. Carolyn Bissett's like, I'm fucking worried about this. Like, I don't know if I want to get up in the air with this guy, um, even though I'm married to him. And she gets up anyway. Of course. Cause he's flying in some stupid, like, single-engine plane. And it fucking crashes, like, over... Yet another plane crash. Like Yeah, um, another plane crash like over Moth Vineyard and Tuck I can't remember what like area. It's, one it's of the same the, area basically. One of that one of those islands in Massachusetts, yeah. General consensus. So they die. They find the bodies and they're all like strapped into the plane, the cockpit. So like it was like a sudden death, which is thank God. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. I didn't suffer. But like I still like fear plane crashes. It's still like my biggest fear, like all I think about Every day of my life, that whole actually this was this was like the second reason why I wanted the podcast was the Malaysian flight. Oh my god, the Malaysian flight! I think oh. about the Malaysian flight all it was, the time. It was taken by aliens. I, that's my go-to response. I don't know. So many thoughts. Either that, or it crashed in the huge plastic island that is now in the Pacific. That too, the Floating lost around. island. It's, yeah, the 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 island of plastic water bottles and shit that people keep throwing in the ocean that nobody will go near because it like tangles propellers and shit. It's probably in that. But God it bless. Just sank down in the middle. It's it's fine. God bless Courtney Love for bringing it to our attention, though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Courtney Love, <laughs> lover. So now JFK Jr. is dead. This whole thing comes out that Carol Blissett was a cunt. She smoked. Crack. She's maybe not crack. Maybe she snorted coke. She was a cokehead, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you know what? She wanted to have fun. She was a fucking borderline model. She was hot. She lived in New York City. Oh yes, because the hot people are allowed to have more fun than the rest of us. And she was probably younger than the age I am right now. Probably because everybody got married younger than. And like they just this whole fucking book of the Kennedy Cares just like, sh- like chastised her to hell. Specifically, her, they, like, singled her out? Pretty, they called her a cokehead. They called her a cunt. Wow. Somebody Not a, a cunt, like, directly, but in my mind, that's, like, the like, right thing. That's, that's what you're equating it to? But, like, what do you... Like, she was, like, kind of, like, hot and saucy, right? When you look at, like, pictures of her? Have you yeah. seen... Do you want... I, do you want to bring let's, up, like, let's, um, call, let's call up a picture. Let's uh, bring up a picture. She was, like, to... kind of, like, a hot, saucy... Carolyn... I have no idea. We'll find out. Yeah, she was kind of like a... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. she was kind of like a hot cunt. Blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's blonde. Uh, I think that's a dye job, though. She's got roots. She had like a shitty nose, but... Yeah, but who doesn't? Well, this is like the 90s, too. This is like, yeah, like nose jobs. This is before nose jobs were like just commonplace. This is a, this, this is a great... That's she a great is very pretty. Run. She is very pretty. I, I have to give you that. She has the, the full lips. She's got the she's, blonde she's hair. She's kind that, of like the Gwyneth Paltrow of like the, the JFK Jr. era. 
I'll give you that. Without the the kids with crazy names. Apple. Ugh, what well, the fuck. Seriously. And then like like JFK Junior is like the. Like they were, they didn't have. There was a rumor that Carolyn Bassett was pregnant when she died. Uh, that would have been like the the fucking Antichrist was like would have been born. Oh, <laughs> it was Omen. It would have like he would have fucking impregnated the entire universe. So maybe the Kennedy curse is a good thing. Maybe it was all to uh, thwart the Antichrist. Because like, JFK Jr. is like the perfect specimen of like a male. Yeah. And like Carolyn Bousset is like the 1997 version of like a perfect specimen. Of a woman, yeah. yeah. But now, like, who do you think, who, like, as a woman, who, like, who do you think is sexier? JFK Jr. or, like, Zac Efron? Uh, bring up a picture of Zac Efron. I'd have to look at You don't know Zac Efron? I do, but I need to see them side by side to compare. Oh, does he do a side by side comparison? Yes. All right, I'm back. All right, so we're going to do... Side-by-side comparison here, Zach Efron. Zach Efron and JFK Jr., Jr. I got to give it to Zach Efron. I'm sorry. He's got the baby face, and that just does it for me. I I like the baby face. And JFK Jr. just doesn't really have it. Well, he had, yeah, you might be mm. right. He's got the classical, like, tall, dark, and handsome look going on. That's meh. But That's you know what? I think Zac Efron's kind of funny, though, too. He has that, like, humorous... He humor. does. He does. I kind of want to see the new movie with him. Neighbors? Yes, that looks <laughs> fucking hilarious. I'm going to try and con Jameson into bringing me. I kind of want to just be like, all right, Jameson, we need to go to that, because I want to see it. I know he wants to see it, too, but... All right, so have we killed all the Kennedys? I, don't I know. think we may have killed all the Kennedys. Hold except on. Tri- except Shriver. We have two more Kennedy- oh, Kennedys to kill. Two more Kennedys to kill? Mary Richardson Kennedy, in 2012, hung herself on the grounds of her Bedford home in New York. Who's Mary Richardson Kennedy? Yeah, who is this woman? Who? Huh. I don't know. Oh, she was married to Robert Kennedy Jr., so Bob Kennedy's kid. Oh, okay. Fuck him. We don't care about them. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to kill off that Kennedy. And we got one more Kennedy to fucking kill off. Who? Kerry Kennedy. Kerry Kennedy? Who's yep. that? All right, so in 2012, July twenty, July 13th, so like less than a year. What year is this? <laughs> it's 2014. It's less than two years okay. ago. Okay, I completely feel you. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. This goes back to, like, I just stopped keeping track of, like, how old I was and what year it was. When you hit 30? Before 30. Before 30, you stopped keeping track? Guess what? The rest of us are still keeping track for you. So I was was born in 1981, so I turned 30 in... October 2011. 2011. Okay. That was pre-apocalypse. It was pre-apocalypse, and the apocalypse never happened, which you were convinced that the, uh, the, um, uh, what's it called? The, when all the righteous ascend to heaven before... The, the, um, the rapture. The rapture. You were convinced that was going to happen. You were, I can remember you saying, well, you won't need to, you won't see me at work tomorrow because the rapture's going to happen and I won't be here anymore. And I survived. You just... I will survive. 
You survived the rapture, which I think is hilarious. So that I you lived. thought you were one of the righteous anyway. So I made it. I fucking Kirk Cameron myself for the next generation. <laughs> and then I thought the Mayan prophecy was going to happen. Right. Which never happened. No, it didn't. We had dinner or lunch on the Mayan prophecy, right? We did. Yeah, <laughs> because we were we were going to have some drinks and stuff. There was watch a it go out. horrible like rainstorm. And I was like, fuck, we're all going to die right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were meeting for the Sex in the City lunch with some gratuitous cocktails. And we survived. We did. So that happened. So now it's... What year is it again? <laughs> 2014, you fuck up. <laughs> No, honestly, I really don't know what year it is. Yeah, I know. It's not like I'm drunk or like I, I just really... I know that. I just stopped keeping track of this stuff. So so July 13th, 2012, two years ago. Yep. Kerry Kennedy, fucking cunt, sideswipes a tractor. A tra trailer. A tractor trailer. That makes more sense. Okay, a tractor trailer. <laughs> not just trailer. a tractor. She didn't hit some guy on his own farm. On Interstate 684, where the fuck that is. Uh, well, under the influence of Zobladem. Zobladem? What the Zob fuck is Zobladem? That, that's like the Kennedy Curse like, drug we have to know right there. What is so, it? It's got a link. Is it Dem Demerol? Is it Demerol? <laughs> Demerol mixed with cocaine. <laughs> Ambien. Oh, and it's boring, though. Yeah, the, but it gives you hallucinations. Yeah. It's that sleep drug. If you fight sleep, you get hallucinations. It makes you? everything trippy. Haven't you ever seen freaking Role Models? What's Role Models? Oh, my God. It's a movie with Paul Rudd and... um. Uh, what's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, give me some of your Ambien. We're going to take a bunch of it and then fight sleep. If you take it and fight sleep, it makes everything trippy, and then we're going to fuck. Is that the LARP movie? <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so we killed all the Kennedys, I think. We killed them all! Are yep. we at the end of the Kennedy curse? I think we might be at the end of the Kennedy curse. Um, yeah, with all the uh, so all the side steps in between there. Are you worried about the future of the podcast? Or you think we, I think we did good. I think we did pretty good. We will be we, able to stretch cut, this out into like several episodes. We, well, we can cut it up into like things that like make sense. Yeah. <laughs> but one of my favorite segments of doing podcasts, and it's... What did you learn today? Um, you have an obsession with midget penises. <laughs> and I learned that the Kennedys may be cunts. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, may be, they may all just be cunts. It's yeah, just a bunch exactly. of cunts. That's why the curse is upon them. Now, do you have any final words before we go out? Mm, I need another drink. <laughs> My final word is... <laughs> <laughs> Now, one of my favorite segments of doing a podcast is you always have to go on a song. It's like, did were you like sparked by a song that like hmm. meant something to you this evening? We we kind of like we we intertwined some good songs there. We got some ACDC mixed in. We got some Steve Miller band. We may need to go out on the banjo version of Superstition. That's true, but. <laughs> could we could we one up it? Could you actually play? I could not play that, no. Wrong kind of banjo. That's on a five string with a plucking. I do four string, it's strumming. So what's the difference between them? Go on. Well, a four string is a tenor banjo. It's traditionally it's used as like a percussion instrument. 
it keeps the rhythm for the rest of the band. You're a steady strum. You need somebody on it that can keep good time. You're doing the, the chords and you're strumming. Uh, a five-string banjo is the traditional banjo that everybody knows about. It's the bluegrass banjo. It's got the one really short string. You're plucking it with all the, your fingers and everything, and it makes that cool twangy noise like in Deliverance. And on that note... Month old baby. Yep. Thirteen. Ladders bound to fall. Zero too slow. Thirteen month old baby. We need some more fun though. <laughs> more fun than this? Yeah. This is a good tune. It's a great tune, but we need some more fun. Okay, well, what do you want? Got any any ideas other than the banjo? I do like the involvement of banjo. All right, let's pretend. All right, so what should we go out on? We we did. We did. What did we do again? We did. Um, Steve Miller Band. Uh, oh, what's the name of it? Keep on a rockin'. Yeah, baby. rock me, baby. Um, there were a few different ACD songs that ACDC Big songs that. Yeah. I don't know if that's one that we can go out on though. You do really? realize you're shaking my entire apartment, and the people downstairs yeah, are probably pissed off at you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no stomping on the floor. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a good one. <laughs> I can see it better at this angle. But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much But all the praying just ain't helping at all Cause he can't seem to keep himself out of trouble So he goes out and he makes his money the best way he knows how In another body laying cold in the gutter Listen to me Chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers And the lakes that you used to I know that you're gonna have it Your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast We're gonna fuck the rap part yep. <laughs> Little Precious has a natural obsession For temptation but he just can't see she gives him love and that his body can't handle But all he can say is baby is good to me 
One day he goes and takes a glimp in the mirror But he doesn't recognize his own face His health is fading and he doesn't know why Three letters took him to his final resting place Oh, hear me? Don't go chasing waterfalls Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast Hold on, we got one more Come on! I seen a rainbow yesterday, but too many storms have come and gone, leaving a trace of no one God given rain. Is it because my life is ten shades of gray? I pray all ten fade away, southern prayers for the seven days. And like his promise is true, only my faith can undo the many chances I blew to bring my life to a new clear and blue and unconditional skies have dried to the eyes. My eyes cries. My only being hope is for the folks who can't cope with such enduring pain that it can keep them in the pouring rain. Who's to blame for tooting coming in the rain? What a shame you shoot and aim for someone else to blame. You can't claim the insane for this day and for that fall afraid of crime. I say the system's got you victim to your own mind. Dreams are hopeless, aspirations and hopes are coming true. Believe in yourself, the rest is up to you and you. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. I know that you're gonna have it your way.